Hey, what's up, everybody? Yours truly back in the space, back in the place. Once again, Mickey Smith Jr. And you are in the podcast, the See the Sound podcast. Now, somebody said, what is See the Sound? It's the idea that what we do is more than what we do. A lot of times we think of sound as the audible, but it's also the internal. I believe it's our significance. It's what we bring to any situation, any stage, any classroom. It's what either resonates or even repels those that are around us. We all have a sound. And in this season, I think it's so important that we're aware of our sound. So with this podcast, we are going to reach out to some amazing people that are both in the profession and even outside of the educational profession, but are making a significant impact and difference in the lives of others, as well as in themselves. So uh, I can't wait to introduce you to our guest today. She's an amazing educator, uh, and, and she's part of the, I, I can say the fraternity now, the fraternity as a Grammy semifinalist uh, at the time of this recording. And we are just delighted to welcome to the See the Sound podcast, Miss Amber Moss. Welcome, Amber. Welcome. Thank you so much, Mickey Smith Jr. I'm totally fangirling. I'm not even playing. (laughs) You are totally so cool. And I am just thrilled to be here hanging out. We are thrilled to have you. My coolness is questionable, but I will accept that and I will take it in this season because I needed that today. That's that's my spirit. (laughs) Hey, guys, look, look, look. We're going to get started. You know what it is. On the other side of this sound, we're going to see the sound. Once again, guys, this is See the Sound, and we are excited to have a special guest today, Grammy semifinalist at the time of this recording, Miss Amber Moss. And uh, look, Amber, I'm, I'm excited about meeting you for a number of different reasons. Number one, you just you just you just got a great spirit about yourself, and I'm always I'm always attracted to attractive people. And I always tell my daughter, I'm like, honey, you're attractive. And she was like, oh, thanks, dad. I said, yeah, you're beautiful, but it's not what you think. I believe that what we put out is also what we draw to. And, and I just, I I see so much, I see so much in everything that you do that I definitely want to take time today to unpack that. And look, I got to be honest. I'm from the boot. I hope that's okay. I'm that's a little bit okay. closer. Yeah, I'm from the boot. So like, like that's what I'm saying, Arkansas in the house. Yes. <laughs> So we're going to have some fun today. Look, 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 before we get started, uh, I've run my mouth enough. I always like our guests to come in and just share a little bit of their heart. Can you just tell us just in a a couple minutes a little bit about yourself? Sometimes it's hard to capsulate the lifetime in in a couple minutes, but if you can just kind of tell us who you are, where you're from, and uh, just kind of let our audience know uh, a little bit about yourself. So yeah, um, my name's Amber, Amber Moss, and um, I have been in music education for 16 years. This is sweet 16. Yeah. I've taught it all. So kindergarten through 12th grade, choir, music. I also teach theater and I just got my yoga certificate this past summer. So, and that came with a social emotional learning facilitator. Um, I never want to stop learning. I have been passionate about music since I was two years old. I'm a singer. I love piano and I love the cello. I just haven't played it. It's there's one sitting in my house and my two sons are like, are you ever going to play it? I'm like, when I get the, when I get the courage, (laughs) I listen to cello music quite frequently, but I'm just nervous to play, but I'm going to, that's, that's in my to-do list this year. Um, I am thrilled always to pour into other people. Like you said, like, I just want to be the light and let other people's light shine through me. And it's just connection here, there. I never want my legacy to die. So I always say lead a legacy, um, instead of leave. 
So you want to lead towards that purpose of taking everybody to their best selves. I love that lead. Our people always. Yeah. I love that lead a legacy. Don't mm-hmm. just leave a legacy. That's, that's so powerful. There, there's so much, there's so much to, to unpack here and talk about. Uh, I, I, I'm a big, you know, I'm a big proponent of not just setting up our to-do list, but being mindful of our to-be list. I, I'm, I'm really big on not just focusing on what people do, but what is their being? Because at the end of the day, I don't know any human doings. Well, technically I do, but I don't know anybody that was that was put on this earth, so to speak, to be a human doing. We were we were we were meant to be human beings. And oftentimes our being gets overlooked and sometimes even undervalued. So so what all went into being or becoming who you are is a result of your experiences, those that are closest to you. Um, I don't really know a whole lot about you, but yeah. just listening to you, I kind of feel like families probably probably important. Uh, and as music educators, it is so difficult to balance that work life and that home yeah. life. Before we get into all this, can you just tell me what is your dynamic life? You, uh, you said you got the kids or is is that like, are, are you music? Is the house musical? Like, like, talk to me, what is it? What could I expect from the Moss house if I if I walked into the yeah. Moss house today? Uh, well, first of all, you would expect a dog named Sam. So he would greet you and maybe bark for a second, but then he would like follow you around and wag his tail. Um, my youngest son is... Uh, plays everything. It doesn't matter though. He can play the wall. So yeah. he, we have a music studio, right? When you walk in, my husband is actually a drummer okay. and he is a band director. So we actually met in college and we work in the same district. So yes, it's a it. musical household. If there's not music playing anywhere, like you can go into any room and some kind of music is playing. It might be a Bach cello suite. It might be um, Lake street dive. It might, it's random. It might be Frank Sinatra. It might be, um, I don't even know, Snoop Dogg. It, it is a very, very broad range of music in our household. Um, the piano gets played a lot. The drums get played a lot. And yeah, it it's, it's a cool vibe in our house because anytime anybody comes, they're like, man, I just feel like I'm home. And people crash on our couch. Like it, it is, it's just a place of comfort. And that's what we want our space to be at home is just that, you know, you can come kick your shoes off and hang out. We've had a bluegrass band rehearsal in our home before. That was cool. We had people picking banjos and playing a little fiddle. It was really cool. So we love inviting people and having little jam sessions. It, and that was pre-COVID. So we haven't had that since Yeah. all of the I remember growing up and I'd watch these TV shows and I always dreamed of having like that cool family, you know, People talk about it now, but you know, the Cosby show was a pretty cool show growing up. And I remember yeah. they would have some of those episodes where they would do the skits, you know, like 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 Rudy would pretend to be the singer. And and I was yes. like, man, that's like the coolest house. And I always thought, man, how cool would it be to be able to have those shared type experiences with your family? You know, those moments, because that's really what life is. Life is just mm-hmm. a collection of moments, uh, uh, mosaics, in your case, mosaics along the way, where all these little collection of, 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 of little, little precious, beautiful, ordinary moments that we oftentimes overlook. So in your case, in your case, as an educator, as, as a mother, as a wife, um, I'm assuming you, sister, maybe, I mean, you got, you got siblings or I have a brother. Yeah. 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 So, so, I mean, all these different things, 
What is, you know, we know you can teach. We know you're phenomenal. We're going to find out about the school too. That's just, look, yeah. we could we could Google and find that out. But I'm, today is about Amber Moss, y'all. And I just yeah. kind of want to know, in in with everything that you've shared so far, you have so much uh, to be grateful for. Not to say that there aren't challenges. I mean, we all have challenges. But but in your case, what is, what keeps you motivated? What is, what is, what's something that, that when you look at, when you look back on your day, are you looking forward to your day? What is the thing that keeps you uh, at that point where you can just keep on going? What's that thing that, that keeps you inspired? And I ask that because for so many educators, we all ran into a, a wall, so to speak, when COVID hit because, and I'm going to say this, it's not, it's not, uh, I'm not speaking ill over anybody, but I think for many of us, we maybe were out of balance uh, in the sense that we put so much emphasis on what we do in our in our programs and our our music specifically and sometimes not even the students sometimes just the program itself that when those performances went away when those opportunities to 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 engage audiences went away we found ourselves asking what now and for many people it was it was an incredible challenge and look i'd like to think i'm a pretty balanced dude and even it hit me it hit me in a in a in, in a way that that i don't think i'll soon forget but for those educators that have come through on the other side and find themselves better, I find that there's a renewed sense of purpose and awareness, not just in who they are, but whose they are and who they serve. So in your case, what is it for you? What is your, I guess, if I had to say something, what's your why? What's your thing that's maybe even outside of the classroom? That you asked that, because I always say start with why. If you've read Simon Sinek, that's one of my by him because he flips the lid like you always are like well this is how I'm going to do it but I need to start with my purpose and what what do I feel like sets my soul on fire so for me it's a couple things but the biggest thing that sets my soul on fire is watching people achieve greatness mm -hmm. so if I have a hand in that great but even if I can sit back and you know years down the road when I've had you know, seventh grade kids that I've taught and they're seniors this year and just watching the cool things that they're doing and then them being able to come back in a homecoming parade and be like, Miss Moss, the, the level of just being able to be proud yeah. of people, I think is my why of just being that, watching those small accomplishments, musical or not musical, mm -hmm. um, people, People are my why. I don't know how to describe it other than that. Of It doesn't matter, young, old. Um, I just, I love people and I love watching them be successful. That's so good. And, you know, we need more people lovers. We need, mm -hmm. we need more because at the end of the day, uh, this thing called life, I think it's an arduous journey. It is. It's tough, but it's a hero's journey. And one thing that I'm learning from watching, you know, my, my wife and I, my wife's an educator as well. And we have two children and um, our oldest is a senior at the time of this recording, yeah. so to speak. And, and our youngest uh, is first year in middle school. And with him, he started getting into these superhero uh, movies. Like I never really, really was big on them. I, I, I wanted to be. But like, you know, we didn't grow up with a lot. You know, we weren't like homeless or anything, yeah. but we definitely, it was tight. And I would have liked to have bought the comic books, but my mom was like, we ain't got no comic book no. money. You can go yeah. draw a comic book. So I right. got pretty good at art, I'll be honest. 
but I never got to never really got big into the comic book scene. But now that I'm older and I see that all these movies have kind of uh, re- been rebranded and resurfacing and I noticed something. I noticed like they all work together. I noticed like even though they're superheroes, like they don't even really call them out individually anymore. It's like the Avengers right it's like the team. it's the team all the time dc uh, justice league right and then like the one movie i watched where my man was doing it by himself like he died it was superman i'm like of all the people like i kind of thought batman would have got out of here first right? but like superman i'm like you can't kill superman but right it, it really hit me it's like wow even if we see ourselves as superman or super women we were never intended to operate in that alone you can be super Mm -hmm. but you don't need to do this thing alone so so hearing that your heart is for people i think it's so timely because i think now more than ever people need to understand that none of us were meant to do this alone you know i love choir love orchestra but i'm gonna go ahead and say it life's better when we band together hey it's all love today it's all love (laughs) it's all love today you know and i think it's true like i guess a better word would be you know ensemble and and, yes and we need to operate as an ensemble. If it took a village to raise a child, then I think it takes that same village, so to speak, to help raise a teacher and keep that teacher going and to keep all of us going. So what are some things that help you keep on going in this thing called life? We know you're teaching, you got the amazing program. I know we gonna keep, I keep saying we're gonna talk about it, but you got the amazing program. You're getting up early, you're putting in those rehearsals early, you're staying late. You've got weekend engagements. Your kids are playing everywhere. Your husband's he's he's marching to the beat of a different drummer. I'm sure yeah, you're out there supporting one another. You know, I'm sure like there's it's never it's never a stopping moment, but but there has to be. And and I, I just wonder, you know, what 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 are the, what does that look like? What are those what are those things that 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 you enjoy that 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 refuel you? Because I get it, people are the passion, but there are certain things I think people have to do to refill their bucket to refill their cup yes what are some fillers for you so that you can fill for others well and i love that you said that too because you cannot pour from an empty cup so you have to take time for either yourself or for others who know you really well to be able to notice that your cup is getting empty and pour back into you so i don't i don't know if you're familiar with the five love languages but are five different languages that you have that you it, feel it was I, I have to it was an assigned read by my wife if that me too <laughs> before like, we got married we this. had that <laughs> yeah so I'm a words of affirmation person if you can't tell so for me I have to hear hey you're doing a great job hey I loved that um your choir sang this or hey I saw what you did with the fifth graders today that was amazing they sang beautifully outside whatever it is I need to be able to hear it or a written note some kind of words to tell me hey you're doing a good job and my husband does a really good job um the first couple years we both did a horrible job (laughs) but when we figured it out he he is very good at like complimenting and it's not even about physical appearance like you said earlier it's about the things that I do that matter Um, so that's one thing I really do. The people who are closest to me do fill my cup back up because when they see that I'm getting a little defeated, Uh they take an extra step. Like my principal, that was my principal for years. She's now a district superintendent. And one day this year, she noticed I was kind of down and she brought me a cup of coffee. So that's my other love language. Yeah. (laughs) Here you go. I brought you coffee. Um, so things like that, but then also, um, I take, 
I take 30 minutes when I get home, 15 to 30. Mm -hmm. And I get home and I take a moment and I just have a quiet time just so that I can reset before I cook dinner, whatever it is, because it is mom life and teacher life. Mm -hmm. Life at school is kind of like mom life on overload as a, as a woman teacher. Cause everybody like I mama moss a lot. Um, and I fix things that are, you know, their mom is not here. So I'm hanging mm -hmm. with a mom here. Um, so I take some time. And then in the morning before I start my day, I always start with three things I'm grateful for. That's good. When you set yourself up and you really challenge yourself to think about what you're grateful for, um, I just don't think there's any better way that you could start your day. Amber Moss, you, you, you know, I, I'm telling you, you can't. I told you, you're, you're my people. Hey, I, I feel it. I felt it for the moment. It's it's so true. You know, I'm a big uh, proponent of mindfulness, and 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 mm -hmm. I and I truly believe that as a music educator i think sometimes we, we we do a disservice uh to this thing called life you know and, and again i'm not trying to knock educators out there i just i want to i'm not here to preach or to teach i'm just here to remind folks that that we have a sound and what it means to be sound and sometimes we get so busy that we forget and sometimes it's not even our fault there's so much noise and i don't know why i'm doing the quotations and people can't can't see me but if you could see me there would it's be quotations, funny. right? There's so much noise. There's so many. I don't call it the news anymore, and I'm I'm not necessarily anti-news, but I I I I refer to it as the nose, not the news, because it's yes. so negative a lot of times. I don't have time for the nose. I don't have time for the news. I want to create my own good news in this season if I can. And I think we all have that capacity to. And part of that is understanding that you are a thermostat first and foremost, and not necessarily a thermometer. You know, we live in the South, okay? And yeah. I mean, in deep South, it's hot. It's hot. And if, 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 if you're in a room and it's hot and somebody hands you a thermometer, that is not the way to ingratiate yourself to a Southerner. I'm just saying, you need to show up with a thermostat, okay? I need a button we can push and control this climate. And the yes. truth of the matter is we determine our weather, the weather or not things are. And, and for so many of us as music educators, we all fell in love with music. We all fell in love with this instrument, be it our voice, be it a physical instrument, maybe that we manipulate or play or perform, but we all have this instrument. And the crazy thing is that when we do music, that is some of the most pure and wholesome times in our day, because I told somebody before, I've literally been on stages in front of thousands and I felt so at peace and oftentimes probably even felt so alone because when you're playing, everything else stops. Everything else can wait. The phone can ring, but it, 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 you're in the middle of that performance. Nobody can really touch you. It's like you're untouchable in a good way. It could be in a yes. very good way. And the cool thing about playing music, it's I always like to say it's time travel, right? Because when you hear a song, it can like take you to a moment, right? It can take you back, you know, 30 years. It could take you back 30 minutes. And at the same time, it's one of the few things that puts us in the here and now, because when you play a song, when you perform it, you can't focus too much on the notes that are coming up, right? You can kind of think about them, but there's actually nothing. Let me put it this way. There's no thing you can do about those notes that are coming up. And you sure can't do anything about a note that maybe was two or four measures back, right? Literally, all you can do is be absolutely intentionally present in the present. And I think that that's a level of mindfulness that, that we don't really engage or encounter in our natural day, right? And we get that as musicians, but then fast forward, now we're on the podium.
We're on the platform. We're in the classroom. And many times we fail to engage these precious moments. We fail to embrace the precious present, the precious gift, the precious gift, the present that we all are given. So you you outdid me because I only wake up with two words. Like you, you, ever you said, I think of three things. I, look, I'm gonna be honest. I'm just a dude. Dudes are simple. Like I got two words. Are great. I, I, <laughs> two words are good. I just wake up and I say, thank you. And, yes. and I, and sometimes people are like, man, Mickey, you're in such a good mood. Sometimes I don't be, I'm gonna be honest with you. Sometimes I'm not. Sometimes, yeah. sometimes I'm creating an atmosphere. So if you see me like, man, Mickey, you always dress so nice. Well, that's because Maybe that's the only thing I can control that day, right? That's the only thing I could do, I right? You're saying this because my girl, my seventh grade girl choir, they knew what was up. Like if I showed up with heels and fake lashes on, they were like, heels, she yes. is not okay. She's not okay. Code red. Miss Moss is not okay. Just leave her alone. She'll be fine. But she means business today. Let's do our thing. Like, that's and still remember it. I ran into some ninth graders the other day at Trunk or Treat and they're like, oh, are you, you have heels on. Are you, are you <laughs> No, they're just like little wedges. It's fine. It's not a real heel. <laughs> but how wonderful that they are. You know what? How many folks are not aware of anyone or anything? That speaks so highly to the climate and the culture of your classroom. Because how many people just come in a building and go out of it and never make those transactions, never make those interactions, never make those moments to see beyond themselves? And these kids, not only not only did they see it, but they remembered it. Like they had truck or treat and they're like, the heels, the heels, yes. let's go. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I love it. I but love it's it. true. We can't be, I mean, even with you and I, I think we're more optimistic people, like glass half full or you know, the whole way full at yeah. time. There we can't be on all the time. No. And it's okay. That's what I realized through shutting down was it's okay to let people see that vulnerable side. That's what I've been working on in my self growth. I'll just tell you a little side note. I did not want to be vulnerable with people. Mm -hmm. I felt like it was weakness and I did a lot of soul searching and self-study and I've realized it is so okay for people to realize that I'm a human being and it's natural and it's okay to have those negative feelings as long as we process through them and go from here. We're all just humanity on display and it's okay to be, vulnerable you know i think i think it's very important to be mindful who you share that vulnerability with because it is not for everyone and i think that you have to be a good steward of your sound and your soul i think that's very important you know and and this morning i i I couldn't help but think because if i can just be real with you since we're being vulnerable i'll just be honest with you i've just moved from what was a very very comfortable and successful setup and situation and i felt compelled to take a step and um, I took a step out, so to speak, in the water, right? We did a little water walking here. And, and yeah. now I find myself in South Florida and in West Palm Beach at a private school there. And it's, it's a wonderful school and I have incredible support, but it's different. It's mm-hmm. different. And, and the challenges, there are challenges there that I had forgotten about because when you're in a place long enough, things begin to just become what they are. And, and, and now it's like, oh, those things aren't there. The rug has been pulled up. So it can be very easy to panic and to go to extremes. But I was sharing this morning that I believe being sound on the journey of life uh, is, is, is very much like 
when in driver's ed, when they talk to you about what do you do when you hydroplane, right? Like you can feel like, and, and fortunately you never have to go through that. I've been through that twice and I kind of feel like I kind of know what to do. I don't want to be tested because every time it happens, it literally, if anybody doesn't know, and I assume most people know, but when you're hydroplaning, I mean, come on, Amber, you know, like, like yeah. <laughs> what they say, the songs, what Carrie say, Jesus, Jesus take, the, take wheel. the wheel. <laughs> <laughs> because that's all you can do because you literally yes. can't do anything. You have absolutely, doesn't matter how good of a driver you are, you absolutely have no control because the environment and the situation and the elements have now manifested in such a way that that vehicle has no earthly traction you can't yes. it's, it's just going to go wherever it's going to go but i'm always reminded that that this thing called life is like our vehicle and and whenever we are hydroplaning look i'm doing the quotations again uh, it's okay. world, it's all right. world we're quotating right now is that even a word quotating we are quotating we just i like the verb Let's, <laughs> we can make it a google thing now it's quotating we are quotating and we are hydroplaning and sometimes you know like i'm be honest this week i felt like i was hydroplaning but I, I i found it so important to use the same principles i learned in driver's ed the first thing they tell you to do is you got to remain calm you got to remain calm and slow down like sometimes it's okay to take your foot off the wheel i mean not the wheel the gas right i don't know how you drive over there in louisiana well, you know hey have you been have you been down louisiana look we just do things yes. differently you know we got parishes we ain't got counties i'm just saying that's true that's true <laughs> what you do you got to take your foot off the gas and 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 don't be afraid to slow down it's okay you know because the thing about it is if we react in an extreme nature extreme is not always good you know and, and I remember the second thing they told us in driver's ed, I'm trying to go back in my mind now, the second thing they told us was to use um, a light pumping action, unless you have anti-lock brakes. And I, and look, yeah. even if yeah. I got anti-lock brakes, I panic and I just start pumping the brakes like yeah. I got a 1952, whatever, <laughs> but I'm still pumping the brakes because I'm like, in case we ain't got it, I'm gonna make it happen. And I, and I think that that's so important. And when I say pump the brakes, sometimes that's going back to those small things, those small actions, your rituals, your routines, your mm -hmm. habits, the more you can automate and the more you can delegate, now you're putting yourself in a position where you can elevate. We can't really grow if we're spending all of our time doing a lot of activities that at this point, guys, we got to get to the point where we can start automating some things, take some things off the table. And I'm kind of talking to myself, but I would ask you, Amber, share with us, you know, you know, oh, and I forgot about the third thing. I just realized once you've gained control, there it is. <laughs> they tell you, don't just get back in a hurry to start driving. Like once you gain control, take a minute or two to calm down because we don't need you out there crazy driving. Like we don't yes. need you like PTSD driving. You could actually do more harm after the hydroplaning, right? Yeah. Until you get your, your spirit right. So talk to me after all that rambling, after all that rambling, kind of talk to me. What are some ways that, that, that you have regained control you know, maybe it's been post COVID. Maybe it was just post Tuesday. I don't know. Like maybe it was just like yeah. this morning. What are some things that you do that have allowed you to be Miss Moss? Because at the end of the day, there's no perfect teachers, but there are sound adults. How do you continue to be that sound adult, even with the heels, even with the heels? Yeah. You still bring it in? So I do think that I had a wake up call. It was kind of funny because a student in 2019 at Christmas gave me a placard that said, be still mm. opened that Christmas gift. And I, I lost it. 
And I called the mom and I said, I don't know if you understand, but I'm at a place that I am, I am overcommitted. I'm all these things. I'm taking this and this is going to be my quote for 2020. Like these are my words for 2020. And then, you know, lo and behold, the universe was like, Hey, guess what? Uh, fun j- the joke's on you, Amber, because I'm going to make everybody be still, not just you. <laughs> like, everybody's going, yeah. home. everybody's going to be still this year. Um, so that gave me an opportunity to find out what was most important. That's good. That's good. My it's, family, my boys yeah. are the most important thing in the world to me. And I checked myself and I thought, okay, am I putting them first? And I wasn't, I was putting my job first. Mm. I love my job and I love my kids at my job and I love my faculty. Um, but it, that's not a healthy place for a mother to be in. It's not a, I don't think it's a healthy place for an educator to be in yeah. that's your people. I mean, that's your inner core. If you're thinking about it, like those are the people when you are in your your lashes that they know and they got you. Um, So I think that coming to a recognition, like a place of recognizing, okay, what are the things I can let go? And teaching private lessons was one of those things. I a quite of a big bulk of studio of students on the daily, like every day I had lessons after school. And once I stopped and it was hard because they were making progress and I was proud of them, but I told all of them, I'm like, I have to be available to my kids. And so that was one thing that I let go. Um, I was on a board for the whole state of Arkansas and it just so happened that my time as president kind of relinquished. And then I was past president and that wasn't as much, you know, um, responsibility. I was still being able to mentor people, but that, that kind of slid off my plate too, after my term was up. So just allowing, recognizing, and then allowing the things that, you know, as you rank all of your priorities, Mm -hmm. the things that were ranked a little bit lower, just saying, okay, I let it go. That's good. That's good. I think, I think we, we have to become more aware of mm -hmm. what is important and what's valuable. Um, you know, and life is I, short, it's short, life is short, short, you know, um, and, and I think, unfortunately, and I, and I don't want to, I don't want to make anyone sad today. Uh, but I have, to, I have to share that, you know, we talked about vulnerability, you know, I was very fortunate and blessed a couple of years ago to, to be named the Grammy music educator award recipient. And there's such an irony that at my most, most visible, moment of my life, I was probably at my most vulnerable because the truth is I had lost, I say loss, you know, I mean, I mean, at this point, if you're top 25 or top 10 in the, in the country, well, yeah. I'm going to say the world, I'm just say the world. Cause I'm like, it's Hey, half full. I mean, how many people get to say that? That's not, that is not a loss. That, that is a moment. That is something beautiful. Um, but with that being said, it came just a bit short of what the, the, the hope hope was, and that was uh, being the overall. And that happened six years in a row. A lot of folks don't know this. Six years in a row, just a, a bit short. And um, I, I, I'm not trying to get all super deep on anybody, but I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a person of faith and belief. And, mm-hmm. and, and I, I really, really, to, to make a long story short, I saw myself winning this um, after some time and meditation and I really saw it. I'm like, wow, this is going to happen because I've only had this feeling a couple times, maybe three times. And and every time I've had this feeling, it has happened. And I'm like, oh, my goodness, this is going to happen. I'm so excited. But I can tell I can't tell anybody because this doesn't make sense. Right. So. So anyway, the day comes where it's supposed to be announced. And um, 
to my surprise, the announcement was you were not chosen. And I was like, this is so crazy because I know what I know. And I, I saw it. And um, so I decided I wasn't going to do it again because coming home, telling my family that we came up short, so to speak, once again, left so much pain in the house. Children were crying. Wife was crying. and Folks were sad. And, you know, and I said, it's not worth that. It's just it's just an award. It's not supposed to break hearts. You know, so I decided I wasn't going to do it again. And uh, I have a dear cousin of mine. I told her I wasn't going to do it. And she listened to me whine and complain, so to speak. And and she said, you finished Maestro? Because she was my my bestie. She's my my big cousin. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. She said, uh, she said I got something to tell you. I said, what? She said, I just got three words, man. I said, what? She said, keep on going. And I was like, oh, because that's the words I tell everybody. And I was telling her, and I'm like, diabolical. She threw my words back at me. So she told me what to do. She said, when you do it this time, you need to be authentic. She says, why, are you, why aren't you telling them everything you're doing? I'm like, oh, it feels kind of braggadocious. And why didn't you wear your hat I bought you? And why aren't you wearing your red? I'm like, oh, it just seemed, it seemed a bit much. It seemed kind of ostentatious. She's like, no, it's not a bit much. It's a bit you. It's you. And nobody else is you. So you need to show who you are. I'm like, all right, I'll do it one more time. So on June 21st, I was a quarter finalist. And I submitted that next year. I submitted my artifacts. And had no idea that on June 22nd uh, would be the last day that she'd be on this earth. She passed away the very next day. Very, very suddenly. We weren't expecting it. I was devastated. Matter of fact, that's why I started wearing my hat because my cousin Lisa bought me these hats. So I started wearing them every day as a, a way to, to find some comfort because I, I, I didn't I didn't go to the to the doctor, but I'm pretty sure I was depressed. I'm pretty sure I was. It was it was rough. And I had no idea that that would be the year. I won it. She saw it before I saw it. So here I am at the Grammys and every moment was just so full. And then to have Alicia Keys unexpectedly walk up to me. Oh my God. She never did that. She always, from the stage, she would say something. And 10 seconds before we came out the commercial break, she walked up and she held my hand and I didn't say anything because they told me not to, but I also didn't say anything because I was on the verge of just, and I'm not, I'm not Mr. Cry boy. Like I, I, I'm not against crying, but that's just not my, that's not my, that's not my vibe there. That's not my thing. But I was so full that I knew if I said anything, I'd be booing on national TV. And I'm like, that ain't what this is about. I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want that to be the, the moment. And, uh, but it was an incredible moment. And I said all that to say that sometimes when we are at our most visible, folks don't understand what we're going through. And to hear you share that, that you're just humanity on display and that it's okay for you to feel imperfect. It's okay for you to feel like you're skidding out of control, but it's not okay to stay there. It's better to to find those things that 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 pour back into you so that you can pour back into others. It's so powerful in this season. So um, I, I, I need you to tell us today, you know, we've talked about the family. We've talked about you as a person. We need to talk about these babies. We, we need to talk about these kids. Tell us about this program that you're at now and just your programs in general what what is it that that you feel distinguishes because it's, it's not even really about us it's about it's about the program it's about the kids so if i were to come onto that campus what could i expect to see from these babies out here in arkansas um so if you come in the building there if you said okay where's miss moss's room you have to go outside yeah. to my room i'm the only one outside so you walk through the building and then i'm out back um but there is a sense of community in my room that it's unprecedented. And I, I don't know how to explain that. 
Um, and my husband all the time is like, I am so jealous of all of these connections that you can create with these kids. I'm like, no, 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 don't be jealous. Cause you married me because I know how to connect. Like <laughs> there you go. attracted you to me. Um, but I do, I, the, being the people person that I am, one, I'm authentic with kids. They want to be in my classroom. They feel safe. They feel protected. They feel like they can be themselves. I don't know very many places that kids walk in and they're like, I mean, sometimes they'll kick off their shoes. I'm like, put your shoes back on mm-hmm. your home. Yeah. I feel like it is, but I'm going to need you to put them back on. Um, but it, it is just a place where they create these bonds with me, with each other that don't stop. I, I don't, I don't know how to explain it other than you were to well, watch. You are, you oh are explaining it. No, gosh, it. It's so cool to see how a kid that doesn't like someone can come into my classroom and they end up being best friends. That's it. That's it. And that's, that's, so powerful. that's what we want. Yeah. I want them to be musicians, but I want them to be the best people that they can possibly be. So being kind to one another, upping that character value. I just, and through music, I can do it through music. So if I like a song, I'm going to be like, Hey, you like that song? Okay. We're going to work with that today. That's good. You know? That's good. So finding them where they are and doing life with them during the school day. That's the one class, you know, this music class is the one class that kids are like, yes. Yeah. Okay. I don't have to be seated unless you're in band and then you might have to sit to play your instrument, but then you still have something cool mm-hmm. to you know, noodle around with. That's it. But, you know, a math class, no kid is like, I can't wait to go to math class. <laughs> sorry, math teachers. If you're listening to this, I'm sorry. Maybe that one kid. There's always that one kid. There's like, always one. <laughs> Let's go do the quadratic formula. I, I wasn't that, I wasn't that kid. And it wasn't I was teacher's fault. I just, uh, just wasn't my, wasn't my thing. <laughs> Anytime my door opens, cause it's outside. So if there's recess going on or whatever, if the door opens, kids are trying to push to come in. Mm. Um, some like observers today from a local university had about 12 people watching me teach and they said is this okay i'm like no they're just wanting to come in and hang out yeah yeah <laughs> they're not trying to you know take over the classroom they just want to come hang and that's so good that is it's so yeah good. it's just a i feel like it's just a vibe well i mean it's it's so necessary it's an essential element uh you know yeah. for folks that 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 are teaching, whether you're teaching core and look, we're going to show them some love today. This, this is for everybody. So whether you're math, science, social studies, history, English, ELA, you know, literacy, if you're teaching the core, or even if you're teaching what I call the encore, okay, you got, got to have the music, the art and the movement. It's, it's all, it's all important that, that we, that we start everything and build everything from a foundation of relationship. Relationship-based teaching is modern day teaching. You can't yes. separate it. Like, like we learned that if you, and well, I say we learned it, let's, let's clarify. We should have learned during COVID that, that if you don't have relationship, you have nothing. Because mm-hmm. back in the day, I remember when I first started teaching, they were preaching, got to hit the benchmarks and the standards and like, like engagement, that's cool, but got to hit the benchmark standards. You can engage them later, get the benchmark, get the standards. And now we found more than ever, especially in that virtual world, you can lead with the benchmarks and standards. If you want, they, they going to mute. Okay. They going, they going to turn the, 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 yes, the camera off. off. 
They, yeah. then, then they're going to stay in the waiting room. They're not coming in, right? So so if, if you don't engage, you'll never get to the benchmarks and standards. And engagement, to some degree, is a level of entertainment, right? It's, it's catching them where they are. It's meeting them. It's understanding you can't put the instruction before the individual. It's understanding yes. that the subject matter is important, but not more than showing the students that they matter. Like, like these yeah. are the ideas that we have to, that we not just have to, to preach, but teach even our teachers so that they can not just teach, but they can reach the students. So if I go into your classroom, I already knew what I was going to see. I just want to hear you say it. I, I, <laughs> I can just feel it. I already know I'm going to see that, that, that level of community. And somebody said, why is that so important? Because we're not just teaching them reading, writing, and arithmetic. We're teaching them how to be community-minded. We're teaching yes. them how to be citizens. We're teaching them how to make our country and our world a better place. Mm -hmm. And we can't just do that. <laughs> There's no on-site training for that. Like, like I need, you got to show up ready to be a citizen. And that starts with those meaningful, powerful moments in our classrooms, in our hallways, on our podiums, on mm -hmm. our risers, in our bleachers, in those chairs, wherever you may be and however you may be. What we're talking about today matters more than oftentimes we realize and we give it value. So, um, look, we're going to take a quick pause because this is good. This, I told y'all, I told you. <laughs> I told you that this was going to be a day to remember. And I'm my, my cup is becoming fuller and fuller Mine with too. every word. And I hope that our listeners out there are getting some value out of this. Um, we're coming toward the end, but we're going to take a quick pause. You know how I'm all about the sound, guys. The sound, again, is not necessarily the audible, but it's that internal. It's that internal. It's that thing that allows us to keep on going and to add value to others. Why? Because it's the value that we carry. It's the value that we give. And it's the value that we see. That's why I say, see the sound. So look, Amber, I'm I, on the other side of this, we're going to give you the quiz. Now, look, some of you have been listening faithfully to our podcast and you think you know what's going to happen, but you don't know because this is the sound 2.0. So on the other side of this, we coming back. Stay tuned, guys. See the sound. Mickey Smith Jr. Mic check, one, two, one, two. Mic check, one, two, one, two. All right, guys, we are back. We are back. It is time to to delve into our sound. We call it Let Us Be The Sound. See the sound is what we're trying to do in this season. And the sound, again, is, is that, that level of intentionality that we operate in each and every day. Some folks may say it's mindfulness. Some people may say it's significance, but I think ultimately it creates our resilience to keep on going as educators so that we can be that child's best hope. So look, uh, every day, every day, Amber, every day I do a personal sound check. And now I, I got like, my, I got my son doing the sound check, my wife, my daughter, you know, she she too cool for it. But sometimes she does it. She does it. She does it. We all do the sound check each and every day. And sound is an acronym. S-O-U-N-D. Now, somebody said four, Mickey. You left off one. You'll understand in a second. But watch this. Every day, I focus in on four areas of intentionality that I want to operate in so that I can be the best version of myself for the students that I'm charged over, for the children that I'm, that I'm purposed over. So, um... I want to throw these things out there. Amber, I want you to kind of hit me back with the first thing that comes to your mind, okay? So S stands for see yourself beyond yourself. What does that mean to you? So again, I'm kind of in the faith-based world, faith-based yeah. too. So see yourself beyond yourself. I think that it 
means like never be stagnant. So don't, don't focus here. Just let yourself be and know that there's a bigger plan and purpose for you that you have no idea. Like you have none of us have hit the summit yet. Cause if we have, then we would start. So you got to keep going because you have not made it to your peak. And when you're there, then you'll know. And then then you're gonna have to go. (laughs) Yeah. I like that. I like that. that. Yeah. yeah. Perspective, perspective, yes. purpose, perspective. That's good. So, so, okay. So that's S. All right. Uh, o stands for operate in optimism and excellence daily. I love that. So excellence is a big deal to me. So I operate all the time in excellence and integrity. Mm. Um, So those are my two biggest traits that I want to bring to work every day with me. Optimism. um, I, I don't know that I'm, I'm, I'm I'm not Debbie Downer. So (laughs) Oh my gosh, it's rainbows and unicorns. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, my, my wall is flooding. This, this was a couple of weeks ago. I went to my assistant principal and a pipe burst in my wall and it was all over my materials and I went in and I was like, hey, there's a flood. Um, we need there's to- a flood. And she's like, oh my gosh. I'm like, no, it's fine. Everything's fine. She's like, no, this is not fine. I'm like, <laughs> It'll be fine. Like we're, we're good. Like I, I, I have duct tape. Will that work? There she- you go. Hey, hey, what's it? Flex seal. We got the flex seal. <laughs> yes. So yeah, I always, I'm always kind of looking for that rainbow at the end of whatever's going on. But I think that's just internal. That's always been who I am. I've lived a lot of life in my, I mean, 37 years, yeah. um, a lot of life. I've lost a lot of people. My dad was sick growing up. And so for me, I'm like, you know, if he takes care of the birds, he's going to take care of me. So I don't even have to worry. That's good. It goes back mm-hmm. to that perspective. It helps helps us with everything that we do and everything that we see as well. So we got the see yourself beyond yourself. You know, we're pushing toward that summit, right? We got the operate in optimism and excellence. You know, it's all a state of mind, a state of being is how you perceive things and making sure that you're you're doing that well. Next is utilize all available resources. Ooh, okay. So when I don't have the answer. I go find someone who does. I have no idea how this happened, but this past year I wanted to do this huge women's history month in March. And I started reaching out to people who were very well known in the nation and all of them said yes to me. So, and my husband was like, how did, how did you do that? I was like, I just asked, like I literally just emailed them and said, Hey, I'm wanting to do this project. Are you in? And they emailed back and said, Absolutely. So I think knowing your resources, but then not being afraid mm. to reach out because the what's the worst that could happen? Someone's going to say no. That's it. That's it. And then you're no worse off, you know, but if you have these connections with different people, you not only do, are they a great resource, but then that person can connect you to the next person and to the next mm. you grow as a person. Um, That's good. You learn a lot from other people. And then I love using my husband as a resource. So I'm like the melody girl and the husband is like the rhythm man. So yeah. when we're on something, I'm like, oh my gosh, cannot figure out this rhythm. And he's like, oh, you know, drummer language. How do you, do you speak drum language? Oh, like, yeah, a little bit. Okay. Yeah. Give me oh, a little yeah. drummer language. Like I can't do it. It's like, 
dig it, dig it up, dig it, dig it up. I mean, yes. they do all this kind of stuff. Yes. They put words in it, paradiddle clicks or that. Yes. Like, yeah, yeah. So he does that. And I'm like, no, 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 in English, please. <laughs> Give it to me like a, a vocalist would take it. Um, but he does the same thing. So we bounce each other, like bounce off each other all the time. Yeah. So, the, the yeah. drum language is it's a it's a real thing and it's 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 so important to find people that speak the languages that maybe sometimes you're not proficient in and mm -hmm. it was never our role to know all languages but it was our role to be connected to all and i think that that's that's super important that also brings us to our next one nourish relationships oh man so i, I think I think this one's super important. Yeah. Yeah. Um, going back to family, that's that's where I want to just tuck it in because what you pour into others and that nourishment comes right back to you. So I think about my two boys and I mean, they're both under the age of 13. Mm -hmm. So they're young. And um, when I am full in and I know there, we don't have a whole lot going on, whatever it is. I just see a difference in their presence sure. when, when, when I'm around a little bit more. So just nurturing that connection is me, but then also like, man, there's kids that have rough days at school Yeah. and being able to say, Hey, I, I see you. Mm. Uh, and you don't have to talk about it right now, but I know there's something going on. Sometimes I have like that sixth sense. You might have it too, yeah. where you see someone and you know, they're trying to hide it really well, but you're like, Oh no, you're not. Okay. And even just like a high five or a, it's going to be okay. Or there's a kid that has a jacket at my school that gives him comfort. And he forgot it sure. one day. And I pulled a jacket out of my classroom and said, Hey, I know it's not yours, but at least it's something. And maybe that will help you out today. That's good. We, we forget the beautiful, ordinary things are the most extraordinary things for folks, mm -hmm. you know? Um, so that's, that speaks volumes more than you realize. And I know for folks out there today, they're listening and going, yes, yes, yes. This is, this is exactly what's needed. This is incredibly timely. Um, you know, it brings up to our last one. And honestly, it's not anything that I, that I, that I do necessarily. It's the result. And all those things we just shared in the course of a day, I actually sit down every morning with my son and we write down, how are we going to see ourselves beyond ourselves today? What are we going to do before we start school? And and we talk about how are you going to operate in optimism and excellence today? And I, I challenge myself too. We both do it. We sit down. How are we going to utilize all available resources? You know, how are we going to nourish relationships? And we talk about it. And for him, it may be, I'm going to find that one kid that nobody's playing with today. And I'm going to extend the invitation to come be my friend today. I'm going to, I'm going to look at the I'm going to actually look at the uh, test review before the test. I'm going to actually Yay. use the resource the, the teacher gave me. You know, it's little things, you know, but but the, the these simple principles and formulas are so powerful that I believe they can be transformative tools for you, no matter if you're a first year teacher or you're oh dear teacher, you know, how, how many years you got, or, or even if you're not a teacher at all, uh, I believe at the end of the day, we're all value adders and that makes us educators because an educator is somebody in my opinion that adds value but those four things are powerful somebody said mickey you forgot you forgot that last letter well d stands for don't stop keep on going and that's just a reminder that that our our job is not finished like you said we hadn't reached the summit yet and uh and i hope not to reach it anytime soon i think i got I a few more steps so um you know amber i i just i i'm my heart is full 
and my cup is full and this has been some really good time together uh yes definitely everything that i imagined and more and i believe that our listeners found incredible value today and what i would encourage um you to do at this time if you could share with us how we can continue to stay connected with you on your journey and uh what are those platforms what are those mediums what are those 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 areas of the, the communication maybe or social media what are those ways that we can stay with you and uh continue to to be partners in the profession called teaching yeah so um i love to twitter <laughs> and or tweet i don't know how you however you want to say it so you can find me at moss amber and then my instagram is at amber moss official and you can find me on facebook um but I don't have a website yet, but I'm thinking maybe now I should get a website. I think you should get a website. One, um, so that people can, you know, find where I'm at. I, uh, I'm an author with Music Constructed. So any of my lesson plans or my writing, you can find um, it's by West Music. So Music Constructed, they just came out with it. Um, there's a several of my lesson plans that are like tried and true. Okay. But there's some contact information on there too. Um, and there's some good articles that kind of hit me in the, in the summer when I was just sitting there and I wrote, and then I sent it to them and it it's there. And it's, I mean, I'm pretty proud of some of it because Absolutely. it was very led, like spirit led yeah. people needed to hear. So find me, connect with me. I would be happy to answer any questions or hang out, fill your cup. You can fill mine. Like, we can hang, whatever it is, but I'm just so honored to hang here with you. And like you said, my cup is so full. Indeed. Because it's, it's been a crazy day today. It's been, I'm it has and I'm been. <laughs> and that's what this is for, you know, and I hope, yes. I hope people feel the authenticity uh, that is that is occurring here because at the end of the day, nobody's here. This isn't a flex. This isn't my classroom is better than yours. My situation. It's 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 an understanding that we're all in this together. And I think it's so important that we see now more than ever that that even our greatest teachers uh, have those same struggles. But the cool thing is, as I always like to say, problems uh, were meant to be recognized, but never committed to the focus is committing to the solution. And hopefully we shared some solutions with you and some practices to help you not only make your next steps your best steps, but your next sounds your best sound. So on behalf of our Sound 180 community, we say thank you again. This is See the Sound. And for my educators out there and for those that are just friends of educators, know that we're all teachers on some level because this thing called life is a class. And the world that we live in, as crazy as it is sometimes, it's just a classroom. So do me a favor, keep on going and make your classroom sound. Make your teaching epic, and I promise you, I promise you, your legacy will be significant. Until next time, keep on going and let us be the sound to change the world. See the sound, MickeySmithJr.com. Can you hear the sound? heartbeat of that motherless child as we search for love we all need warmth of a smile there's a sound that is so sweet when we hear child you belong so let our words of love flow freely like a river strong 